Today, Project Veritas published a story where they say a Facebook insider is revealing secrets about Facebook and censorship that targets conservatives. They revealed several documents which show Facebook actually may be deranking or deboosting conservative content so people can't see it. What's particularly interesting from what Project Veritas released is that it shows Facebook staff are clearly a part of the tribal left, and they're even targeting meme culture, people who are probably not even conservative who just engage in sharing memes. They conflate this meme culture with trolling, even though sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Today, I want to take a look at the Project Veritas story, but I also want to talk about something very important. These tech giants and their censorship is creating the circumstances required for an actual civil war, parallel economies, suppression of speech. This isn't getting rid of extremism. It's creating an alternative community, an alternative society where people can still flourish, but it forces separation between the mainstream and the alternative. But before we get into all that, make sure you're following us over at minds.com slash subverse, where we're setting up a distributed newsroom. The goal is to have you share stories and help fact check and basically show us information you think isn't being highlighted enough. If you want to support these videos, just share them on social media to help spread the message. The story from Project Veritas, Facebook Insider Leaks Docs explains deboosting, troll report, and political targeting in video interview. The keynotes, an insider formerly responsible for content review in Facebook's intellectual property department, speaks out and loses job. Facebook engineers plan to demote bad content. Conservative Facebook page live streams secretly deboosted, no notice to page owners. Facebook can classify users as trolls based on their vocabulary, then punish by limiting bandwidth, blocking comments. Facebook engineer hateful content is coming from right-leaning sites. Special features triggered leading up to important elections. Bizarre view of hate speech includes content from conservative commentator. The story from Veritas includes a near 20-minute video, and I'm not going to be able to get into everything, but I will go over some of the important issues. They say Project Veritas has obtained and published documents and presentation materials from a former Facebook insider. This information describes how Facebook engineers plan to go about policing political speech. Screenshots from a Facebook workstation show the specific technical actions taken against political figures, as well as existing strategies taken to combat political speech. One of the first images they show we can clearly see trigger the special features when, and they've highlighted leading up to important elections. The insider says that unlike many actions that Facebook content moderators can take against pages, the de-boost action, which appears to occur algorithmically, does not notify the page's owners. With these deboost live stream things, there was no warning sent to the user. These were actions that were being taken without the users knowing. In one image published by Veritas, we can see this. Are you a Facebook troll? Do you use words like re or normie? Share popular memes. Join or like many different Facebook groups. They say, tactic five, build a troll classifier. Build classifier that predicts if a user is a troll. Trolls have distinct vocabulary with rare words, cuck, Zucked, re, normie, IRL, lulz, chatelet, etc. Accounts that post anything with hits to the meme cache or toxic comment cache are more likely to be trolls. Troll memes and toxic comments are like marked bills which we can use to identify trolls. Membership in certain groups and associations with other troll accounts would likely help. This could be a standalone classifier or be integrated into deep entity classification and the fake account index. The story says, according to the insider, the documents revealed a routine suppression of the distribution of conservative Facebook pages. The technical action she repeatedly saw and for which Project Veritas was provided documentation was labeled action deboost live distribution, 
said the insider. I would see this term appear on several different conservative pages. I first noticed it with an account that I can't remember, but I remember once I started looking at it. I also saw it on Mike Cernovich's page, saw it on Stephen Crowder's page, as well as the Daily Caller's page. They add conservative commentator Stephen Crowder's page had been suppressed before in April 2016, and Crowder told Project Veritas they settled a dispute related to the issue with Facebook out of court. A screenshot of an action log on Mike Cernovich's Facebook page provided by the insider shows the tag. The insider believes that the deboost code suppresses the distribution of live stream videos on Facebook. There are many left-wing activists working in digital media that will claim there is no censorship against conservatives, but time and time again, we see the evidence and it doesn't go away. There are people working for big tech. There are people working for these media outlets who are all aligned with an identitarian tribal left. And it is my opinion that they lie. The reason why I would say they're lying is that we have known for years due to the admission of Facebook employees that tech companies routinely suppress conservatives and conservative views, yet they insist after the fact that it's not true. The Washington Post published this story May 9th, 2016. Did Facebook bury conservative news? Ex-staffers say yes. And as reported by Project Veritas, Stephen Crowder did file a legal motion against Facebook because it was reported they were suppressing them. Well, it's probably not surprising to anybody who uses YouTube that there's more evidence of conservatives being suppressed on social media. The reason why this is so important is that we are now seeing the emergence of a parallel society, and it's in its infancy. And I really do mean society. This is what you need. This is a circumstance required for an actual civil conflict. As there are people fighting in the streets, as there are people being suppressed, we can see that whatever this culture war is has escalated to a certain point where there have actually been bombs planted at certain locations, most notably a police department in Union, Oregon, and a statue which I believe was in Texas. Now, it's hard for there to actually be a legitimate civil war unless there is a separation and an ability to fundraise and make money. We heard recently that PayPal was working with the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, to determine who to ban. And PayPal has banned people like Alex Jones and Laura Loomer, for instance. In a story from the Wall Street Journal titled PayPal CEO grapples with fringe groups, we can see that PayPal says the Southern Poverty Law Center has brought them things. While he says they don't always agree, we have our debates with them. We are very respectful with everyone coming in. We will do the examination carefully. The story makes reference to Infowars being suspended by PayPal, as well as Gab. PayPal has a near monopoly on the internet. Stripe is the next biggest company. If you want to exchange money online, you're pretty much going to go through these companies. We've also heard stories of MasterCard banning people. And we've also heard several instances of Chase Bank banning people. Banning people from Twitter, from Facebook, and from banks does not get rid of them. It makes them more desperate, but it also creates a market opportunity for parallel economic systems. Following several bannings on Patreon, many people moved to a site called Subscribestar. Subscribestar was then shut down by PayPal. And the Financial Times writes this story. PayPal shuts Russian crowdfunders account after alt-right influx. Patreon banned people. Many people, including myself, decided to move to a different platform because, in my opinion, it's extremely dangerous that Patreon would remove people over their opinions on different platforms. Everyone went to Subscribestar, but then activists decided that they shouldn't be allowed to raise any money on Subscribestar and targeted the company, hurting the income of people who had absolutely nothing to do with politics. You have now created an alternative economic flow. 
Subscribestar was able to overcome this problem and began using a different payment processor. While this did make things more difficult, all you did was ensure that there is now a bifurcation in what systems people are using. Monopolies are bad. Don't get me wrong. There should be competition. But when given no choice, separate social media sites will emerge. And this only guarantees that for one, people don't need your services anymore and they won't use it. And two, they're going to be communicating with only the most extreme people who have been excised from society. You are creating an alternative society where people will flourish. And if the communication stops, that's when the fighting begins. We're now seeing a new system created by Gab called the Center. Vice News writes, Users of far-right social network Gab can now comment on the entire internet. Called Dissenter, the new service lets users comment on news articles, YouTube videos, and even individual social media posts, even if those sites don't have comment sections or have comments switched off. The Dissenter service has effectively created a shadow internet, another step in the bifurcation of society. Only users of Dissenter will interact with each other. Is that going to be healthy? Hell no, it's not. Twitter has a big problem with filter bubbles. So does Google and so does Facebook. You only see certain bubbles and certain content. So what ends up happening is people on the left aren't exposed to people on the right and vice versa. And this is good for media companies who want to fan the flames, rile people up and get those rage clicks. But it's really bad for society. People don't argue with each other for the most part. They argue with their own tribe about what the other tribe is perceivably doing. Thus, like a game of telephone, their rhetoric becomes more and more extreme. This isn't going to be healthy for Gab, and it's certainly not healthy for Twitter or any other platform. Now, I don't blame Gab users for wanting to have a place where they can talk about their ideas. This is what Twitter is doing. This is what YouTube, Facebook, and all of these platforms are doing. It's what PayPal is doing. You are forcing people into an alternative digital society, which will only result in the rhetoric becoming more extreme, and it will only continue to grow. You are hurting your ability to actually help create a cohesive society. And what can happen then? People will continue to smear each other as the worst of the worst. The street battles will escalate, and so will the violence. In the Wall Street Journal story, the CEO of PayPal says, Not everybody agrees with the actions we take, but I think most would agree that we act in a consistent manner and we act in accordance with our values. And I would say, to a certain extent, this is true. Antifa accounts and far left accounts have been banned as well. They tend not to get as much traction because leftist activists in digital media don't want to write about it when they lose. However, it still creates the same problem, parallel economies. PayPal is a near monopoly. People aren't going to stop working simply because you've cut them off. If people can figure out how to fund themselves in alternative means, we will fracture society, and this creates a breeding ground and the potential for actual civil conflict. They don't need to use your system anymore. They won't. You have no control over them, and things are going to start falling apart. This is all in its infancy. I'm not saying that right now we are going to start seeing people marching through the streets with guns or anything like that, although we have seen that to an extent. But so long as these social media companies continue this practice, they are seeding the ground for actual civil conflict. Now, I've said time and time again, it's going to get worse, and I think it really will. These are just more examples. Is anyone surprised that Veritas has come out with more evidence of conservative censorship? I would say people on the right are probably not, but people on the left are going to continue to deny it. Why? Because they're the benefactors of the censorship. Let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Minds at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day on this channel at 4 p.m. Eastern time and new videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews starting at 6 p.m. Thanks for hanging out and I will see you all next time. <laughs>